Chapter thirty two of Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Martin Giessen. Gargantua and Pantagruel, Book One by francois rabelais translated by sir thomas urquhart chapter thirty two how grangousier to buy peace caused the cakes to be restored with that the good man gallet held his peace but picrochole to all his discourse answered nothing but come and fetch them come and fetch them they have bollocks fair and soft they will knead and provide some cakes for you then returned he to grangousier whom he found upon his knees bareheaded crouching in a little corner of his cabinet and humbly praying unto god that he would vouchsafe to assuage the choler of picrochole and bring him to the rule of reason without proceeding by force when the good man came back he asked him ah, my friend what news do you bring me there is neither hope nor remedy said gallet the man is quite out of his wits and forsaken of god yea but said grangousier my friend what cause doth he pretend for his outrages he did not show me any cause at all said gallet only that in a great anger he spoke some words of cakes i cannot tell if they have done any wrong to his cake-bakers i will know said grangousier the matter thoroughly before i resolve any more upon what is to be done then sent he to learn concerning that business and found by true information that his men had taken violently some cakes from picrochole's people and that marquet's head was broken with a slacky or short cudgel that nevertheless all was well paid and that the said marquet had first hurt forgier with a stroke of his whip athwart the legs and it seemed good to his whole council that he should defend himself with all his might notwithstanding all this said grangousier seeing the question is but about a few cakes i will labour to content him for i am very unwilling to wage war against him he inquired then what quantity of cakes they had taken away and understanding that it was but some four or five dozen he commanded five cartloads of them to be baked that same night 
and that there should be one full of cakes made with fine butter fine yolks of eggs fine saffron and fine spice to be bestowed upon marquet unto whom likewise he directed to be given seven hundred thousand and three philips that is at three shillings the piece one hundred five thousand pounds and nine shillings of english money for reparation of his losses and hindrances and for satisfaction of the chirurgeon that had dressed his wound and furthermore settled upon him and his for ever in freehold the apple orchard called la pomardiere for the conveyance and passing of all which was sent gallet who by the way as they went made them gather near the willow-trees great store of boughs canes and reeds wherewith all the carriers were enjoined to garnish and deck their carts and each of them to carry one in his hand as himself likewise did thereby to give all men to understand that they demanded but peace and that they came to buy it being come to the gate they required to speak with picrochol from grand gousier picrochol would not so much as let them in nor go to speak with them but sent them word that he was busy and that they should deliver their mind to captain touquedillon who was then planting a piece of ordnance upon the wall then said the good man unto him my lord to ease you of all this labour and to take away all excuses why you may not return unto our former alliance we do here presently restore unto you the cakes upon which the quarrel arose five dozen did our people take away they were well paid for we love peace so well that we restore unto you five cart-loads of which this cart shall be for marquet who doth most complain besides to content him entirely here are seven hundred thousand and three philips which i deliver to him and for the losses he may pretend to have sustained i resign for ever the farm of the pomardiere to be possessed in fee simple by him and his for ever without the payment of any duty or acknowledgment of homage fealty fine or service whatsoever and here is the tenor of the deed and for god's sake let us live henceforward in peace and withdraw yourselves merrily into your own country from within this place unto which you have no right at all as yourselves must needs confess and let us be good friends as before touquedillon related all this to picrochol and more and more exasperated his courage saying to him 
these clowns are afraid to some purpose by god grand gousier conscites himself for fear the poor drinker he is not skilled in warfare neither hath he any stomach for it he knows better how to empty the flagons that is his art <laughs> i am of opinion that it is fit we send back the carts and the money and for the rest that very speedily we fortify ourselves here then prosecute our fortune but what do they think to have to do with a ninny-hoop to feed you thus with cakes you may see what it is the good usage and great familiarity which you have had with them heretofore hath made you contemptible in their eyes anoint a villain he will prick you prick a villain and he will anoint you ungentem pungit pungentem rusticus ungit sa, sa, sa said picrochol by st james you have given a true character of them one thing i will advise you said touquedillon we are here but badly victualled and furnished with mouth-harness very slenderly if grand gousier should come to besiege us i would go presently and pluck out of all your soldiers heads and mine own all the teeth except three to each of us and with them alone we should make an end of our provision but too soon we shall have said picrochol but too much sustenance and feeding stuff came we hither to eat or to fight to fight indeed said touquedillon yet from the paunch comes the dance and where famine rules force is exiled leave off your prating said picrochol and forthwith seize upon what they have brought then took they money and cakes oxen and carts and sent them away without speaking one word only that they would come no more so near for a reason that they would give them the morrow after thus without doing anything returned they to grangousier and related the whole matter unto him subjoining that there was no hope left to draw them to peace but by sharp and fierce wars end of chapter thirty two recording by martin geeson in hazelmere surrey